You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, January the 16th, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. 30 parties submitted slates to the Central Elections Committee last night as registration closed for the elections to the 23rd Knesset, which will take place on March 2nd. Over the coming days, the Central Elections Committee will review the lists before giving final approval to the slates. Among the dramas of the night was the last-minute merger of the New Right, Jewish Home, and National Union parties to run on the resurrected Yamina list, leaving out the far-right Otsma Yehudit party of Itamar Ben-Gvir. Defense Minister Naftali Bennett of the New Right, who rebuffed pressure from the Prime Minister to include Otsma Yehudit, stressed that the alliance is not a technical bloc and that Yamina will function as a united faction after the elections. He wrote on Twitter that he is proud to lead a movement that unites the ideological right and all varieties of religious Zionism. Jewish Home Party leader Rabbi Rafi Peretz, who reneged on his earlier alliance with Otsma Yehudit to join Yamina, asked Ben-Gvir to forgive him, saying his sense of national responsibility compelled him to merge with the other parties. Ben-Gvir, for his part, said that the person called education minister has plunged a knife in his back. Otsma Yehudit will run independently. Likud cabinet minister Yariv Levine said of the turmoil among the smaller right-wing parties that the leadership of the national religious camp is suffering from a deep and difficult crisis. He said all attempts to unite all the parties were fraught and disrespectful, and this is not how leadership that wants to win should act. Levine added he does not expect Ben Gvir's party to pass the electoral threshold, similar to what happened in the September vote, and urged him to drop out of the race so as not to waste votes in the right-wing bloc. Israel Air Force fighter jets struck several Hamas terror targets in the Gaza Strip overnight in retaliation for yesterday's earlier rocket fire on southern Israel. There were no injuries from the rocket fire. The Hamas targets included a weapons manufacturing site and a military compound. Palestinians reported damage to civilian buildings. In another development, police sappers last night neutralized incendiary balloons that were launched from Gaza and landed in the western Negev town of Sterot. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu spoke by phone with Russian President Vladimir Putin and discussed regional developments, as well as the situation of Naamai Sakhar, the Israeli jailed in Russia on drug possession charges. A statement from the prime minister's office said the conversation was warm and to the point, and strengthened Netanyahu's optimism that the issue of the release of Issachar is advancing toward a solution. Iran is now enriching more uranium than Tehran did before it agreed to a nuclear deal with world powers in 2015, according to Iranian President Hassan Rouhani, who made the remarks in a speech broadcast on Iranian national media. According to the leader, pressure has increased on Iran, but it continues to progress. He said dialogue with the world powers is difficult but possible. Iran has gradually scaled back its commitments under the nuclear deal in retaliation to Washington's withdrawal from the pact in 2018 and its reimposition of sanctions that have crippled Iran's economy. 
Back home, the education ministry has forbidden sending student delegations to Ethiopia because of a security warning issued by the National Counterterrorism Bureau regarding Africa and Ethiopia in particular. particular. The advisory related to activities of the Somali al-Shabaab jihadist group in the area that could target Israelis. Dozens of student trips planned for this year have been suspended. A con reporter says that a new situation assessment is expected to be carried out in coming days. Disruptions to taxi service at Ben-Gurion Airport due to protests by drivers over the new metered fare system. They say it cuts their earnings by 30 percent. In some areas, drive taxi drivers were not taking on passengers. Earlier, drivers disrupted traffic at Alufsadeh Junction and struck services at Ramon International Airport in the south. Finally, Israel is today marking Hebrew Language Day, which is commemorated on the Hebrew calendar date birthday of Eliezer ben Yehuda, the father of modern spoken Hebrew. The date of the birthday falls over the weekend this year. To mark the day, the Bialik compound in Tel Aviv is holding day-long activities with lectures, panels, workshops, and tours. The weather outlook slightly warm for the time of year with a chance of drizzle to light local rain, strong easterly winds in the north and the hills. Tomorrow will be much colder with local rain in the afternoon, mostly along the coast, snow on the Hermon. Saturday calls for intermittent rain from the north to the Negev, snow on the Hermon. A slight chance of flooding in streams in the east. Maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 15, Tel Aviv 22, Haifa 17, Beersheba 23, and in Eilat going up to 25 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. Find us at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.